This is Art One Radio, the podcast with true stories from amazing queer people as told by themselves. My name is Selim, and this show comes to you from Stichting Art One. We're really happy you're listening. At Stichting Art One, we organize film festivals, debates, gatherings, and workshops in the Netherlands and abroad, all to address human rights through art. We call that Artivism. The name of our foundation refers to that, but also to the first article of the Constitution of the Netherlands, which is an anti-discrimination law. In this podcast, we bring you a selection of the stories that came from our podcasting workshops. In these workshops, we help queer refugees and newcomers in the Netherlands develop their very first audio story. Sometimes we work abroad and we help young local activists to find their voice in radio. The participants tell their stories on their own terms, and that's what makes it powerful. They hold the mic, they do the editing, they make the sound design. We hope you're not in a rush, because today's story is a long one. But believe us, it's worth it. Lendi from Kosovo is an activist for trans rights, and contributes a lot in the LGBTQ plus community. We also discovered how amazing he is as a storyteller. The story is about a reunion with his father. It took me a new year's gathering and a glass of whiskey to heal from my past 10 years. Not that I believe in the new year, new me thing nor that whiskey ever solved anything. It has been 10 years since I haven't talked to my father. Ever since my parents broke up in a very complicated way, my dad left us with no clue. Although we live nearby, he has always been less than a neighbor. After my parents' divorce, he couldn't get over the fact that we decided to live with our mom, and I could never let my mama down, you know? I couldn't leave from home when she was all I got, my mom, my sisters, and a very small room. Always been like this. I would always choose a small, filled room before an empty place. Regardless of my decision to stay with my mom, I couldn't help but think how I wanted my dad to be there, to be proud of me. I would always suppress my feelings and thoughts towards him and only be mad at him. I would always think he left us, so he doesn't care. He's lost. My life goes on without him, but what I felt, what I felt was something else. I wanted him to see me grow, and I wanted to come out to him to tell him that he doesn't have six daughters, but in fact, he does have a son. I wanted to tell him how I started transitioning, not through television, I didn't want him to hear stuff about me. I wanted to tell him stories and maybe even forgive him that he left marks in my heart for the past decade, you know? I never really had the chance to tell him everything I think of or how I feel towards this, considering how cold he is and careless he looks like, unapproachable. Never got the guts to face that. However, I always kept ignoring that part of my life. I kept going with my activism, connecting with people, being the joyful dand who is supposed to never lose his shit, 
filling the empty spaces with everything but this. I had no control over this, so I kept moving on with my life and trying to accept the fact that the figure I needed the most in my life, especially at the time I started transitioning, was completely gone. It does not exist. I do not have a male figure in my life. I don't know how necessary it is, but I really wanted it. It was September 2018 when I went to Pride Parade in Belgrade. It was my very first time in Belgrade Pride, and I couldn't be more happy to participate. I was so excited that I actually believed I can be part of every single activity that was planned. <laughs> of course I couldn't do that, there were so many. We went to this queer place that had a yard, old wooded chairs and tables, a grill in the corner, the DJ nearby, the music was giving us the vibe and some beautiful lights above us. The place was filled with people. I didn't know many people, but it sure felt like home. We were a big group in one table and we started chatting, laughing and drinking. A casual, joyful, carefree night, just my favorite. I noticed a woman around 40, 45 years old going to every single table and presenting something to the people. I was dying out of curiosity, you know. I wanted to know what she's up to, what's going on, why is she randomly going to people and just presenting stuff. After a couple of minutes she arrived to our table and my whole mind, ears and eyes were right at her. Let's find out what she's up to. She started telling us how she's organizing some pride events on storytelling, and it, it did get my attention. I'm pretty sure I was the only one listening. <laughs> they all found her boring as fuck, man. It was a night out and she was presenting her idea and event. However, I promised her I would be part of the event. I loved her enthusiasm. The event was going to happen in that bar the next day, and I really wanted to go. I asked a friend to come with me, and she didn't seem amused, but who cares, I told her, you're coming with me. After a couple of more drinks, we headed back to our hotel, and I couldn't wait to see what she was so enthusiastic about. What are we going to do? I had a strange feeling, but something kept telling me I had to go. Whatever, I told myself to stop thinking so much. I arrived in my room, and the next day, a casual, sunny and lovely morning. I went to the bar and saw the woman that already gathered some people. I said hi to everyone and took a seat while she was very excited to welcome some more people. She managed to gather around 12 people in one table to tell stories because she really believed that stories could change the world and wanted to help us reflect. Oh God, I'm so bad at this. I'm so bad at picking stories, talk about something, or express feelings through them. Although, sometimes I do write poetry, whatever. She presented her idea. She already had one colleague to break the ice and started telling his story on how he came out as gay and how he's public now and how he managed to become authentic and not give a shit. <laughs> Love that. Two girls next to me, one of them red, long hair, the kind of girl who only wears black, and the other one was 100% a skater with short hair. 
and they would only remain silent and touch their knees when they would relate to something, but no words said from them. It was my turn, and as always, I just said a couple of empty words on how an, I'm an activist, I'm out as trans, and I love to help the community grow. I lost focus for a moment, my friend got bored and went home. I wasn't sure if I still want to be there because I couldn't say shit. I could only listen, observe, reflect on the inside but never say anything about my feelings. I thought I'm gonna explode in that moment. Nothing could catch my attention until I heard. So this is very personal and I want to share this because it's something I regret in life and I don't want anyone to ever go through the same so just in case I'll share it. I looked at her, she had an attitude that would make you think she doesn't give two fucks about anything. Everything that has ever happened to her got erased by some kind of magic and she just had the ability to speak about anything. She started speaking with a high-pitched voice and said, I hate the fact that I came out to everyone but my father. I had no idea what she was going to tell us, but for a second I felt attacked emotionally. I have never in my life listened more deeply to anyone. Her words became my favorite thing to hear because I could feel it was going to feel, fulfill me in a way. Or maybe it was just the word father that I didn't get to say as often <laughs> triggered. Full of curiosity. I could imagine my eyes sparkling and everything else was so blurry, I could only look at her. She started telling her story on how she came out to everyone and literally everyone, publicly, but her father. I immediately asked, but how didn't he like see you on TV? I was so scared of the answer though. She said, with a more calm voice this time, lowered pitch. I wanted to be the one telling him that I'm a lesbian. I wanted to face that. Something I shared with everyone else face to face. I wanted him to hear that from me. And I bustled and asked, but, but why don't you do it now since you really want that? Her calmness was becoming just more and more visible and she said, Unfortunately, my father passed away and I didn't get the chance to tell him because my parents got divorced and he left us. I hope no one noticed my panic in that moment. I felt so bad I asked that question. God damn, why did I do that? I swear I didn't expect that and I didn't mean to hurt her in any way. But I'm the most intense and curious person you will ever meet. I shut my big mouth up and didn't say a word until the event was finished. I couldn't hear a word from anyone. I drowned. I drowned in my thoughts and as my mind becomes all foggy, I was stuck in that moment as if the story was a strong wind and my mind was full of dust, you know. Blurry again. When the event finished, I heard the voice of the old lady. All right, everyone, thank you so much for being part of this. And I stood up immediately and went to the girl and I just said, hi, I, I, 
and she interrupted me. She said, I know, I know. Do it. And I said, what? How, how, what do you know? She said, I noticed how you related and how you wanted to know more. If he's still here, go and tell him. I was shocked. It felt like a dream or deja vu. I, I couldn't tell, I just left. I went to my hotel room and thought about that all night long. Two thoughts were fighting with each other in my head. The one, dad is very emotionally unavailable and he wouldn't care or want to hear that and do it then. He has a fucking heart disease. Three months passed and I still couldn't go to my father's place and talk to him about it. He lived five minutes away and I would never see him accidentally for ten fucking years. I just couldn't go there. I failed so hard and I almost gave up to the thought of talking to my dad. Until one day... Um, one of my sisters decided to celebrate New Year's Eve at her husband's and one sister is Muslim that doesn't celebrate anything but Bayram. My bigger sister lives in Germany and another one was at my father's place. It was just me, my little sister and my mom at home. It's fucking New Year. I always loved celebrating it. My mom, my mom would sleep very early and it would be just me and my little sister. I, I, I started feeling very, very fucked up about it because I never in my life wanted a complete family more, you know. My sister that was staying at my father's called all of a sudden and said, hey, I'm coming to pick you up, get ready. We're celebrating together. And I freaked out. What? Where? What about mom? And my mom immediately said, Ah, no, no, Which means there's no way mama would be able to stay up. She did convince me. Now, all I needed was alcohol to prepare myself to face my father's face after all these years. And my mind was going out of control. Do I tell him? Do I shut my mouth? Do I call him Bob? What the fuck, man? I called myself down. Somehow. Two glasses of whiskey and a five-minute walk to my father's place. I went in. I, I could notice his smell immediately. That manly, strong smell mixed with the smell of cigarettes. I didn't even know how to talk to him. I approached him wanting to shake his hand, but I pushed just a little more so it wouldn't be that official. Like a body. We started having those empty ass conversations that would make me think that we will never have an emotionally constructive conversation. Dad said, what are you drinking? Champagne? Wine? I also have beer. I said, no. I got my bottle of whiskey with me. And he said, whoa, <laughs> he reacts and, are you smoking? No, I quit, but when I drink whiskey, I can't say no to a cigarette. And 
Dad handed me a cigarette and lighted it for me. For some reason, that small act told me, we're okay, chill. And I said, do you maybe have ice? I love ice and whiskey. Dad says, oh no, unfortunately, but let me put the bottle on the balcony. It will get cold in minutes. Okay, I thought I missed him taking care of small stuff. I asked my sister, hey, can I use your phone to log into my Instagram? And my dad immediately jumps. Where's your phone? I said, it broke. Don't have one. I don't want to spend money on anything since I need to save. Trying to let him know that I'm saving money for my surgery and that I'm transitioning. Dad said, oh, okay, wait, as he starts searching for an old phone. He really wanted to give it to me, but it took him way too long to delete all the pictures of his, his girlfriends. My sister asked, what are you doing, Dad? Dad said, uh, nothing, I want to give this phone to... Um, and he stopped. He, he didn't say my name, he didn't say my birth name, and he didn't know what name to use. And I have never in my life felt more relieved. I felt like I don't even have to talk about it anymore. He knows, and I'm there. I just looked at him, and he gave me a half smile. His cheek raised a bit up and I could hear him saying, it's okay. He, he, he forgot about the phone, he just sat next to me with no word as always, but he did grab the bottle of whiskey although he wasn't allowed to drink. He poured it in two glasses and Xuatlan, he said, and I healed from every thought, every wound of the past 10 years. Did you like the story? Then let it travel and send it to a friend. You can also rate our podcast in your podcast app. That way, you help us to reach a wider audience and new listeners. Thank you for listening. Until next week.